0: Peek behind the curtain of the Softly Training Lab with the Softly Performance
1: Podcast. The pinnacle of human performance is out there, and we intend to find it.
0: Welcome back to another Softly Performance Podcast. Welcome to the Lunch and Learn series.
1: Hi, so this is, as we were talking about last time, this is the first chapter of of what will be a podcast. an eight chapter mini series. Um, Chapter one is going to be something of an introduction where we talk about the conscious warrior system. So within that, as we as we said last time, there'll be three episodes. Episode one today is going to be mainly mainly focused on what the system is uh, and kind of some some background just so you can get a bit more of an understanding. Next episode will be looking at specifically how is it relevant to the, the sort of the tactical community. And then episode three is going to be looking specifically at take home. So so what? What can we what can we do in training tomorrow based on what we've learned today? Um, so just to get us us kicked off really George, you mind just talking us through what the conscious warrior system is and sort of where you first came up with the idea and then we'll, we'll kind of dive into how it's evolved.
0: Yeah. So the softly conscious warrior system works to develop the human in order to optimize the professional. And, and and honestly, what it is there is taking the idea that the individual who was a tactical professional was actually not the professional first. And I think a lot of people today, tend to uh forget that hey we're actually humans first then professional second and for us to be highly um high performing professionals in our job or in our occupation or whatever it is we endeavor or whatever you want to go towards we need to make sure that the human is taken care of first that's been through trial and error of experiences for myself working with athletes um You know, seeing what's going on in the fitness world, especially in the tactile community as a whole. So it opened up the door to where, you know, well, as a human, what do we need to focus on? A lot of that came down to talking about, well, we need to go ahead and enhance sleep quality. Understand that by teaching better nutritional behaviors and how to look at food is going to help you do something. Um, The psychological preparation of how it is to manage stress and how to have those tools. And a simple uh, term I used the other day was, military guys, when they're in combat, have weapon malfunction drills. Why don't we have mental malfunction drills? Meaning, why don't we have specific skill sets to go ahead and get us out of a panic state when something happens to allow for us then to get back into a state to allow us to perform our job? So from there, we move on to, okay, well, what does that also look like? It also looks like, well, how do we go ahead and help learn how to manage heart health, right? Because we understand that the heart is our main driver of the system. And if that's not strong, then everything else is going to fail. So we go ahead and look at heart health. And then from there, we start looking at the understanding of cns management from parasympathetic tension to sympathetic tension or how to go ahead and and take one person from a sympathetic state and move them into a parasympathetic state meaning rest or recovery or how do we get them into a fight or flight and then giving them the ability to go ahead and control those two states themselves instead of it actually just being a reaction they can then now respond and lastly, what we look at there, we go into looking at occupation, occupational stress. What is your job doing to you as a whole? Because that comes into it, right? Again, your identity is not tied into the profession. Your identity should be tied into the human, making sure you're you're 100 taking care of here, so that you can go ahead and do your job to the best of your ability and have the capability to remain an asset and not a liability. Mm, definitely. The,
1: so, so George was just kind of talking through what what we've turned within the system to be the six pillars. Um, and it, exactly like you were saying, it's the, the kind of the analogy or the thinking is that those those six pillars are things that that support or hold up what it is to be the human first, and then the the professional is kind of based on that. And our kind of um, our philosophy, if you like, is that you you can't you can't kind of have the professional without having the human, and you can't yep. have the effective human without having those those six pillars. Um, I, I think one thing that's that's sort of become really apparent. When we, when we look across into academia and, and sort of physiological and psychological research is that the more we kind of, the more we discover about how the human body and the system works, the harder it is to separate those pillars. So the harder yep. it is to kind of think about sleep or nutrition and isolation, they're becoming more and more entwined. So that's that's something that we've we've worked really hard with on this on this system is just that to kind of think of it as a as a system where everything's kind of interconnected rather than like uh things being kind of considered in isolation like they they might have yep. been before. Um, and that's the big part that's the big part with this conscious warrior
0: system is understanding like, Understanding that these pillars are interconnected, but you can work on them individually. So you can go ahead and be like, I have the tools to go ahead and manage these pillars here while I focus on increasing this or managing this. Because we see that happen at times. We do see tactical professionals whose job takes priority. But if they can have at least a strong foundation or a baseline of, um, of this interconnectedness of these other pillars that help support their job they're only going to be able to handle more load they're only going to be able to manage and and do a better job which at the end of the day that's what the military that's what most missions are considered firefighters. Like, all of those things matter, right? Working with the tactical professional, that matters, is how do we get the most out of the individual? Well, the most to get out of the individual is by focusing on the human first, taking care of sleep, nutrition, heart health, CNS management, psychological state, right? How do we control those two? Going into occupational stress, all of those things matter. And if we can go ahead and teach how to, to, to understand how to manipulate those things, And then when we integrate them, we can go ahead and have this innovation of this healthy human being who can then perform their job at such a higher performance level, right? Because the goal at the end of the day is to try and reach peak performance. No matter what anybody says, at the end of the day, we're just trying to reach peak performance, our full potential. That can be whatever it is. But to do so, we need to have that foundation as a human. And that's where, you know, over the years as as, as myself, you know, looking at the, 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 the sports psychology background and then my anecdotal experiences from living in the strength conditioning world and fitness, but also taking it from a different perspective of having a balanced life from being a dad and, and all those things where it's like, hey, like I don't get to train like a professional athlete. I can't train every athlete like a professional athlete. It's just like... I can't do that, but I can go ahead and get the most out of them if we approach this in a very smart manner. Well, how do we do that? Oh, teaching them how to manage all these other pillars besides the physical fitness or physical training that they're doing, well, only then this just becomes another pillar within there. So realistically, we can say we have six pillars or we have seven. But at the end of the day, the reason why we have these six pillars is because this one pillar is is needs the support to hold that up. As just as much when you go ahead and put the occupational stress pillar as a priority, you have that physical training, you have all the other pillars to go ahead and hold it up. And then you have the control now to like we've talked about it, go from this generalist to come this specialist, and then go back to this generalist, then go back to the specialist. You now, in- instead of just reacting, you're now responding
1: yeah yeah i think that's that's really well put um and we've with with kind of um diving into that a little bit more we when we first sort of started this this project it was a, an evolution of, of something that as george was saying he's been been working with both both kind of personally but also with his with his athletes and with his, his kind of coaching side of things for for quite a while and what we wanted to try and do was to to kind of think about things differently so rather than what we typically see within the tactical community, which is where um, ideas and concepts that have been developed either in pro or elite sport or within kind of general population health side of things are kind of are attempted to be uh, sort of fitted into the, the tactical world. What we tried to do is, was, was kind of flip that approach and and look based on kind of first hand experience and experience kind of with with coaching and, and interaction with the rest of the community look at, at what the tax community actually needed and then reverse engineer a, a kind of a, a system or a solution based on that um, and it 's been really important to us to to sort of produce a, um, I suppose content that is very user friendly and, and relevant because we we recognize ultimately that The the people who make up the tactical community, be it the kind of the first responders, war fighters, adventure athletes, they're expected to be subject matter experts in their particular field. So in breaching rooms or in close combat or in first aid and CPR or, or rock climbing or downhill mountain biking, they're expected to be subject matter experts and professionals in those things. But their ability to perform those tasks is based on this this kind of huge foundation of being very fit very very kind of physically and psychologically robust so that was where there's a bit of a mismatch how how do you kind of how do you get that level of, of um, professionalism and expertise in something that you don't have the time to practice so that was where we we kind of really thought that the, the conscious warrior system would help to plug that gap what we what we're attempting to do is is effectively be the filter where we can take the, the sort of current best practice from from different fields of, of human physiology psychology the the kind of the the epidemiology based um, health research and and make it kind of relevant and, and um, applicable for those people in our our community um, and j- just in terms of sort of uh, like the the limited application i guess that we've we've seen so far george like have, have you got any kind of insights in terms of how having this way of thinking has, has affected your coaching so when you've been when you've been working with people how how has thinking about not just physical training but thinking about the sleep and nutrition and, and things like that how how has that kind of made a difference
0: that's a good question I think that to answer that wholeheartedly, it's it's been a growing process to this point, to where now I can actually integrate and create innovation from it. I do believe, as a coach, when you go through a process of development within a specific field and skill, such as coaching, there's a lot of doors to go down. There's a lot of hallways that you will you'll find. There's a lot of stories within the house of coaching that you can take in and. In, in, It's being open to be curious and how do I go ahead and be able to live within all of those rooms within that house? It's the same idea here when I look at the conscious warrior system. I have to spend time practicing sleep habits without integrating other things. I have to go ahead and practice my nutritional aspect without touching other things. I got to practice building a better relationship with my training and my physical training for a little bit while not touching other things. But if I've touched those other things and I found a few things at work, well, then I just kind of keep one of each of those things in there. It's the same idea here that I've taken the conscious warrior system where it's like, no, as a coach over time, I've had to, I have to help, what's the word? Um, how does it go? As I go ahead and take focusing on sleep, right? That then will also allow us to help focus on our nutritional behaviors. Because then it's, again, when we go back and looking at this idea of integration and motivation, that integration just created a new action, seeing that, oh, possibly now that I'm sleeping a little bit better, I can then focus a little bit more energy on my eating. Oh, now I'm focusing my energy on eating better and sleeping better. My training actually is feeling a little bit better. I'm actually being able to recover a little bit more. Oh, my heart health is improving. My resting heart rate is decreased a little bit, and I feel stronger, I feel healthier, I'm sleeping better now all of a sudden, oh wow, my psychological state has now gone from this like depressed state to now this more motivated, I'm happy, I now can switch between being sad, neutral, and happy, compared to just being stuck in one state, oh now when I go into work, I can now respond in a better way because I've actually handled all of these pillars. So going back to this idea of when we go ahead and look at how has this helped me as a coach, That's honestly what it's been. I've had to spend time in all these different domains to allow myself to gain the exposure to take what works from me. And that's literally what we're trying to do here is we're trying to find the best practices and go ahead and give you the tools and let you guys play with them and then find what works best for you. Some of you guys might not enjoy taking a 10-minute nighttime shower in the dark and and then having a candle. Some people don't like doing that. Cool, figure something out that's gonna help you, you know, Downregulate. get ready for a better night's sleep. Some, some people don't like eating dairy. Cool, figure something else gonna help you recover if you can't take in dairy products. Find something that's gonna be a, health, a, a still a healthier option that gives you the best bang for your buck in terms of nutrients. Oh, cool, your resting heart rate's really high today. How about not training, and let's go ahead and go for a walk. Eat super clean, and how about we get an, a nap, and if you can today, or some kind of low energy type thing that's gonna create some kind of parasympathetic response because you need that. Cool. Awesome. Sweet. So you still have to perform your job. So it might be vital and crucial for you then to go do all these things before stepping into your work.
1: Yeah. I think and kind of going touching back on your, your point about uh, I suppose giving people the tools, I think that's that's super important because we know that everybody's circumstances are a little bit different. That n equals one is kind of a it's something we always bounce back to. But this idea that either people's likes or dislikes or even just people's circumstances might mean that that if we were to be overly prescriptive in terms of you must do x y and Z otherwise yeah. don't do it we we know that that doesn't work particularly within this community because we we're not professional athletes we're not kind of able to to eat sleep and and train and and that just be kind of our our repeat cycle so it's it's this idea I suppose which goes back to a lot of the the kind of the underlying um sort of philosophies within softfleet is is that it's all about the principles. So, yep. as l- as long as the the principles are, are kind of are being followed, the I suppose the exact recipe, exactly how you do it, exactly how you implement it, is kind of is up to you a little bit more.
0: That's and that's the huge part, and I think that's the reason why why we're able to have such a positive return of investments when we actually do talk about. These actions and these behaviors and these different types of tool set, these uh, skill sets and tools, because it's like, no, I started implementing these things and it works, right? The proof of concepts there, the social proofing is there. And this is just another step to continue doing so it's like, hey, look, we've used this throughout the softly programming before. Yes. We've also talked about it at our get-togethers, the Die Living get-togethers. Yes, we've talked about it on podcasts so much. But the thing is, though, is we're not just anymore, we're not trying to talk about it anymore. We're trying to provide actionable steps, like we've said throughout this podcast. And this Conscious Warrior System is that first approach. So this conversation and this intro for the what the Conscious Warrior System is, this Lunch and Learn series, is on an accumulation and a summation of multiple years to this point where we're just adding on to that. Go ahead and create a greater summation of more knowledge for people to understand and to take and carry on and make themselves better human beings
1: yeah and i think that's what's going to be really exciting as well looking to the future is as as the things we're, we're kind of we're talking about and we're promoting within the system as they become the norm rather than the kind of the exception then that that almost becomes like a, a springboard like a, a platform for for future evolutions for future conversations um, and and it's, yeah, it's, it's really exciting to kind of think and, and see where, whether you like the term or not, the, the tactical S&C, tactical strength conditioning or, or tactical human performance, where this could go in the next five, 10 years. I, I,
0: Correct. Yeah. And, and I'm going to tell you what, I want to be in the front of it. Oh yeah. I want to be in the front of it. That's, that's where we're at. So this is our first step there. Again, guys, thank you for listening to our first uh, chapter in this lunch and Learn series of the Conscious Warrior System. If you have any questions for us, please email us either george at softleet.com or.
1: Or matt at <laughs> um,
0: But thanks guys for listening to this and we'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks very much.